Hi, everyone. This week on 10K Saturday, Allison Burns Zoom interviews Rick Criswell. He tells her of his wish to be wooed and hints at a near-death experience. Don't miss it. Don't make this a near-miss experience. Get it? And now it's 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. Hi, everyone, and welcome to 10K Saturday. This is our weekly bonus episode where we interview super interesting people from all over the world. If you're looking for our regular travel episode about imaginary luxury travel, those drop on Wednesdays. But today, I am so excited to be reconnecting with one of my oldest friends in the world, not oldest by age, oldest in how long we've known each other. Mr. Rick Criswell is here with us today. Say hello. Hi, Allison. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm trying to think back when we actually met. It was, you know, I don't even know. I well, I remember it was an it was audition. I came into audition. Emma was just a a, a baby, like like baby baby, like six years old. So yeah, so so back then, fifteen years ago, fifteen years. Yeah. So yeah, crazy. Long time. I was like twenty two. I was too. <laughs> we were both 22 years old. He was the artistic director of the Jabe Theater. And we've done so many shows together I and so many gigs. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> like gosh. Crazy fun gigs. Yeah. Like the stories we have are epic. And the pictures. <laughs> and the pictures. But now you're in New York City. And yes. we are actually doing this interview over Zoom. Because uh, unfortunately, we can't be together because... I would love to interview all of, you know, everyone we interview, we'd love to do in person, but because of the COVID-19, we're unable to do that. So before we keep going in on that, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what you did uh, before the COVID and um, just kind of where your heart is right now in New York. Yeah, sure. Allison, thanks. Uh, You know, it's, I've been here 10 years. It'd be 10 years this year that I've been up here uh, in New York city after leaving Tampa uh, and, you know, within the first few months of being here, I applied for a job for a company manager position that I didn't know what the, what the show was or what I was applying for everything at that time, <laughs> yeah. for any job I could get in New York city. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. you do, you know, to survive. And so, um, I got called in for an interview, uh, that same day. Uh, and so then they called me and then they had me go in the following day for the actual interview. Uh, and it was for a show called Sleep No More. And um, so if any, if any of you out there have heard of Sleep No More, uh, it's an immersive theatrical experience based uh, loosely based on um, Shakespeare's Macbeth um, meets Alfred Hitchcock, kind of 1939 film noir, uh, you know, meets Rebecca, you know. And, and so it's just a really cool, cool live immersive experience. We've been in Chelsea. This is going on year, you know, it's supposed to be going on year 10 for us, you know, um, just celebrating, you know, a big anniversary for us here. Uh, you know, so I've been doing that the last, you know, almost 10 years uh, here in, in New York City. I mean, I got the job, Judy Lisi, actually, from the Stras. They, they had called her for a recommendation uh, because the producers knew each other. She knew oh. uh, my producer, knew Judy, and then which I didn't know um, at that time. So, uh, and Judy called me immediately before they even called me and said, you got the job. He already told me you got the job. And I said, oh my God, great, great, great. So, so then they called me like the next day or so and, and I got the job. So, you know, it's been an amazing, amazing venture there. You know, we started with like 
maybe 50 people uh, working there, you know, just a very small company, uh, 50, 60 people. And now today, you know, we're employing, you know, over 300 people, you know, at this location, we've opened, you know, the rooftop garden and a restaurant and an event space and all within this building, plus the show itself, you know, doing nine shows a week and just going gangbusters, you know, with yeah. my, my job started as a company manager, but then evolved into, this whole general management kind of thing of the company, you know, from HR to, you know, anything dealing with compliances and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. yeah. And then the COVID hit. Yeah. You know, so, so, but in, you know, in between, in between that, you know, it's just been great working, working there uh, and, and doing all that kind of stuff. I actually um, became um, a life coach as well. A couple of years ago, a certified life coach, so I've been doing some coaching. Uh, I'll give you my website information. Yes, uh, please. We'll put that on our blog. Because yeah, for I know. sure. So that I, you know, I, I was a, a cancer survivor as a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, had vocal cord cancer. You know, I had a near-death experience on the operating table. Uh, you know, during that one of my many surgeries. So I'm trying to pen and write a book about that um, experience, um, which was actually just uh, amazing in itself you know, a life changing yeah. experience. Um, so yeah, I mean, so that's kind of, there's, I don't know, there's just so much that you know, <laughs> I haven't really, you know, been able to talk to you or uh, we haven't talked at all. It's like to, to really catch up, but that's kind of a, in a nutshell and we can go anywhere from there. That's amazing. And again, yeah. we're going to have all your information on our blog. Right. And so even new friends, old friends, people mm-hmm. are like, connecting like we hadn't connected before because we were all yeah. so busy. So busy, yeah. And so now we have like it's really like Lulu called it um the earth was taking a nap. Yeah. She was like we're all just kind of like like breathing and even though it's it's terrible. Like I didn't wish for this, but a lot of positive things are coming out of it because of that. Yeah. And I think you're, I think you're definitely you, you've hit the nail on the head there I think, you know, and and even with what Lulu said too, you know, it's like over history and we look at the history and period of time of all earth and mankind it's like you know there have been these things that have happened over the course of time you know I, I think you know as well for me I think it's just like a wake-up call to to all of us to say you know what you're, you're destroying our earth you're you know you're destroying the earth here we need to slow down and we're hurting each other and we're not listening to each other and we're not caring for each other you know and I think that that's a way this is a way of, of calling us all back to just the simplicity before we got into this wonderful technology that we're technology that we're using just to get back to the simplicity and the connections as you said that we yeah. need to connect to each other. It's so important right now. I think more so now than I've ever seen, definitely in my lifetime, you know, and I'm an old one. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm 55, so I'm old. And I, you know, I know that, you know, in my lifetime for sure, but even my mom who's 78, you know, talking to her, you know, she's never seen anything like this in her lifetime either. So it, this is something that I don't think anybody who's alive right now has experienced. Yeah. So it, it's pretty, uh, pretty mind boggling, especially here in New York City with what we're going through here as being the epicenter of it all. You can allow yourself, I think, Allison, to, to really become so mind blown or, you know, to let your mind become so immersed with what's going on with the COVID and, and, and um, listening to everybody talk about it and saturated with the news and the news medias and, and what you see on, you know, social media as well. It's like, if you don't walk away from that at points during the day, it's going to drive yourself 
crazy. You don't drive yourself crazy and insane. You know, you've got to walk away and limit yourself to like, you know, 20 minutes, a half hour a day just to catch up because you're going to get all the news within that. Yeah. You you know, you're going to get all the updates that you need. Honestly, you're going to get it all. So you don't need anything more than that. Mm-hmm. Other, you know, and I know people, I've got friends who are, who live here as solo and, you know, single and, and they're so depressed and going through a lot of depression, um, you know, because they're, they're just, it's the uncertainty, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I, I'm just a believer that, and, and my experiences over the last few years is, you know, it, it's, it, it don't live in fear, you know, we need to live in love. We need to live in the love of each other and the love of, of our, our hearts to, to give back to, to the humans, you know, to yeah. each other. So it's, it's so key. I can't worry about tomorrow. You know, I can't think about yesterday. All I know is they say today, you know, is a gift. That's why it's called the present. That's so, like, why haven't I thought of that before? But it's true when you think yeah. about it, you know, when you really think about it, it's just like, Today is the gift that we have. We, we mm-hmm. woke up. We were able to stand up, whether it be old, crickety bones <laughs> or, you know, yeah. something new that hurts that didn't hurt yesterday. But, you know, um, my, it's like my face didn't look like that last night. <laughs> but today, here it is, you know, and I got to deal with it. So, you know, that's the that's the joy of, of, of life. And I think if we can get to that point, I think so many people are wanting to get there. They're just not sure how. Yeah. They're not sure what to do, you know, um, and how to get there. Yeah. We can. Yeah. And that's one reason Lulu and I have started doing the daily podcast during all of this is just to bring a little more joy to a world. Because I know you get your daily dose of, you know, news or, you know, bad news. And so we wanted to do something that was not that. And it is a commentary on what's happening, but it's a commentary from two people that, aren't politically, you know, charged. We're just normal people. We do have very different outlooks on life just because of where we come from and who we are. But, um, but that's also why we love doing this. We love connecting with people every week and like doing these 10 K Saturday interviews and asking you our five questions that I'm about to ask you because it gives us like a deeper look into some of the isms of of different people. And I love it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get right to these questions then. Cause I'm, oh, no. I'm okay. feeling fun. Sure. So our first question, what is your current obsession? You, <laughs> my current obsession. Hmm. You know, I, well, it varies. It varies all the time. I think every day is, <laughs> is my obsession is changes. I've really been obsessed with just recently discovering new, um, new music, new styles of music on YouTube. So, because what else do you do in this time other than I lay in bed every night with YouTube videos galore? Yeah. Just everything I can watch that just like, and sometimes you get surprised like, oh, well, I never heard that before. (laughs) I never heard that sung that way before. You know, something of that nature. And it could be anything from old TV to old movies to very contemporary. You know, my, my musical style's are all over the place. Yeah. You know, we grew up in, uh, grew up on country music and, you know, old time rock and roll. And, you know, mom was a huge Elvis fan. We still go to Graceland all the time. And, you know, every five years we do that as a family. And, and so and then anywhere from Christian music as well, contemporary Christian music, I listen to a lot. Um, I have a degree in theology. So, mm-hmm. you know, went to Bible college as well and, and um, was an ordained minister for a long time. So, I appreciate that. And I think that's recently my obsession has been Red Rock worship. 
Oh, if, yeah. I'd never heard of them before until this week. I'm like, oh my gosh, where have I been? <laughs> I, I became very obsessed with Celine Dion. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, I went and saw I, I went and saw her um, in concert before. I'm so thankful I got to see her before all of this happened because it was like a week or so before all of this. They canceled all the events and concerts and stuff, and she was in Brooklyn. And I'd never seen her before at all. And none of my friends wanted to go. They weren't fans of hers or anything. And so I was kind of, kind of, um, I had this dream one night with a guy that I really liked in this dream. And, and, but Celine appeared. <laughs> and she's just saying, my heart will go on. And so I thought, God, I've got to go see her. I just need to see her. And I saw her. So I I ended up buying a great ticket, got a great seat. And I had the time of my life just by myself with everybody around me watching Celine. And she is amazing if you've never seen her. So she's my new obsession too. Yeah, I love that. All right. So what's on your wish list? Oh my, you know, (laughs) well, what do we all wish for? You know, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, well, I wish for world peace and hunger to stop. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to, you know, which I do. I don't want right. to that either. But, but anyway, you know, I don't know. I think that I, I wish for, you know, gosh, my biggest wish would be just that this we could go back to our what our normal was, yeah. you know, in ways, you know, but then in ways like we're never going to be normal. We're never going to know that normal again. Right. We're going to figure it out as we go along. But, but I'm also just, you know, my dream, my wish that I just love somebody to come and sweep me off my feet still at 55 and just take me away and, you know, create this nice little um, oasis somewhere, you know, wherever yeah. that may be. But, you know, um, yeah, but I don't think that'll ever happen, but, you know, it just never. Listen, you got to put it out there. Oh, let me tell you, honey, it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's really out there. You know, thank God for like these social apps and stuff. That's the good thing with these social apps now. All you've got, you can't go meet anybody because because you've got to talk to each other on on, uh, these apps. Yeah. And I'm on all of them. Good. There you go. I'm on all of them connecting, you know. Listen, once this quarantine is up, people are are going to come out of the woodwork. Everyone's going to be ready. It's been three weeks today since I've actually had like, physical human connection been being I've been quarantined for like almost three weeks. It'd be three weeks today on since the twelfth of March. Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. crazy. Yeah. You know, but yeah. But so well, that's kind of my uh I wish that for wish. you too. <laughs> okay, our big question, if you had ten thousand dollars that you had to spend, what would you do with it? I would really invest it in my business. Okay. Um, you know, first and foremost, I'd really like to invest in um, my brand. I want to I'm trying to work on putting a brand together, especially with um, life coaching. And so I'm investing a lot of time into uh, it's called the inner circle with Lewis House. He's a, who's a huge motivational brand kind of guy online kind of social media. He was he was a pro football player at one point and um, got injured and had to drop out of that. But he's just a great great man to follow for me uh, with, I believe what he believes in and just really kind of a business. I really want to kind of get into more online, more social, more branding of myself because I've got a story to tell and the story to tell as we all do, we all have stories, but you know, my story is dealing with um, you know, my near death experience that I had a few years ago and, and just really sharing that and just hoping that people will find hope within there and hope within 
uh, just a peace and change and just really uh, find something within that. So this is what I really kind of, if I had the money, would spend a lot of time just focusing, taking some time off to write my book, you know, which, mm. which I've been kind of penning a little bit, you know, and doing some stuff here and there. But it's just like time. Now all we've got is time. So but I need money. Oh, I know. Right. Oh, okay. And so if you had $10,000 to give away either to a person or a charity organization, your choice, who would that be? Yeah, I would probably give back to artists, mm-hmm. you know, um, performers, artists, musicians, uh, you know, um, anybody who works in the arts set up somehow. I would, I would not sure how I would do that. I'm not sure if it'd be, you know, set up a scholarship somewhere for, for, um, you know, high school kids that are really wanting to go into something like that, or, or if it's just really people now who kind of need a little boost here and there, you know, $10,000 is a lot of money. You know, when you think about it, it's a lot of money. And, and so it, it could make a lot of people happy, you know, and help them pay a bill or to help them, you know, because we, God, you, you've been an artist forever. Yeah. I mean, you know, as well, your whole life mm-hmm. and, you know, a performance, so you know, the struggles that I have too. you know, the struggles of what it takes to get anywhere and then to, to, you know, where's my next meal going to come from? Where's my next paycheck going to come from? You know, but yet the first thing that always gets cut and any governmental thing or the arts, you know, which is crazy to me because right now during this time that everybody's stuck at home now, what are they using to get themselves through the music, the movies, the podcast. I mean, just everything. They're using all of this stuff. It's all artist related. Yep. So cut it all, which they do. But what do you use? You know, so I mean, think about it. Yep. I know I saw a meme the other day that was like, remember what you used. Like it was like, you know, live streams, you know, music, Netflix, yeah. all this stuff when it all comes back and you want to take the money away again. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I would give it, I'd give it back to that somehow, you know, somehow. I love that. I love yeah. that. Help each other. And then our last question, which is something you actually started talking about at the beginning of this podcast, you said, we need to look at like the littlest things that make us happy, like the flower outside or the phone calls. Right. We always end every podcast with what's your happy. And so that is something little that you can just kind of grab onto in the moment. So I'll ask you today, what's your happy? My happy is today really is at the end of this day today, I will um, be very happy to know that I put a smile on someone's face and I've made somebody laugh because I think laughter is the healer for all, you know, um, and it lightens things up. It lightens our life up a little bit, you know, and they say it takes more, uh, more muscles to frown and less muscles to, or more muscles to smile, less muscles to frown. I don't know how, how it is. <laughs> yeah. Again, so smile, you know, just smile to people. And, you know, I, I'm complete because I've made you laugh today. I love that. Yeah. So good. Oh, thank you so much for spending a few minutes answering the little funny questions and giving us a little inside look at your life. It was so amazing to reconnect yeah. with you and for all of our listeners to connect with you. Again, we'll have all of your information on the blog. Is there anything else you want to say before we end this little recording? I do. I, do. I just want to say thank you, you know, um, to you as well. I and mean, it's just been great, you know, following you um, on, personally, just on social media the last 10 years and seeing your growth as well has just been amazing, Allison, and just to really see you've just 
blossom and come in <laughs> with a beautiful family and you know you're, you're everything you know what i mean so um just thank you for that and uh, you know when you're in New York next time, when this is all over, you got to come to New York. I you know. And both. You've got to come and see Sleep No More. You've got to, we're, we're going to reopen. We want to reopen. You know, that's the goal uh, to get back to that kind of thing. So yes. it's got to be a New York trip. It has to be because I've never been to Sleep No More. I know, I know. So, and I know it's like this immersive, crazy yeah. experience like yeah. nothing else. So yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, you're it my is, guest. Okay. It is a date once this date. stupid COVID-19 you is off the table. believe it. Well, thank you again so much. And you guys, we will see you on Wednesday for a full episode. Say bye. Bye. That was 10K Saturday with Alison and Lulu. And don't forget, with friends like us, who needs amenities?